Uh, we are in a series called You Asked For It. And uh, that's what we're preaching all the way since Easter, You Asked For It. Well, this is what you asked for tonight. Uh, many things were asked for, but we looked at like the top six or seven or whatever it was, and this was definitely one of the top, was spiritual gifts. Your spiritual gifts. Uh, did you get a Lego when you walked in? If you didn't get a Lego, raise your hand because ushers are going to run to you right now. Ushers with your bucket, can you run with me? Can you get the other bucket? There you go. Hey, can somebody grab a hand of those, Bobby? Would you grab a handful and run those to those? Thank you, sir. Thank you very much. You got to have this because this is very important that you have a Lego tonight. Thank you for everyone helping. How do y'all get through the door without getting a Lego? Y'all walk through the wall like Jesus or something? I mean, I don't understand. There's a lot of people without Legos. Come on now. Everybody got a Lego? Good. We're going we're gonna, to, we're gonna, I need one in the front right here for my wife. Thank you. Good. Everybody got a Lego? Hold up your Lego. Good, 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 good. Thank you, thank you, thank you. We're going to talk about that in just a few minutes. Many gifts that are natural get a lot of praise and attention, and that's great. Michael Jordan, he's my favorite basketball player. He is extremely naturally gifted. Did he work hard? You better believe it. I'm not talking about people not working hard with their natural gift, but you don't jump out of the gym like Michael Jordan without being naturally gifted. You have people like Michael Jackson. That brother could dance. I don't care who you, who you are, that guy can dance. Did he work at it? Yeah, but he was naturally talented. Bob Dylan, my favorite songwriter. Uh, the guy can really write songs. Uh, I think about Big Ben, who just retired from the Steelers. I mean, five, six guys on him, and you, you know, they're going to sack him, drag him down, but he's like, I'll take it. It's just who he is. He was gifted that way. There's a guy with the last name of Chapman, who is, he threw the fastest fastball in the um, uh, MLB, and he threw it 105 miles point one. 105 miles an hour, point one. To go over 100 miles an hour is, is pretty good. Some people do 101, 102. He went 105.1. That is naturally gifted. Denzel Washington is my favorite actor. I'm sure he works on it, but uh, he is naturally gifted. Other than the writers of the Bible, my favorite writer is my wife, and she is naturally gifted in writing. She's been writing since she was a little girl and uh, has getting ready to publish her second book. All these folks, all these folks are naturally gifted. And naturally gifted folks, they, they get attention, and they should, and so, so forth and so on. But there's also a side to our lives that each one of us in this room, you have a spiritual gift. There's not a... I'm, I'm here to convince you tonight that you have spiritual gifts. And if you don't know what they are, that's okay. We're even going to help you with that. But you have spiritual gifts. That's what this Lego represents. 
like everyone that walked in this room, you got a Lego. Everyone in this room right now have one or more spiritual gifts that if you don't know what they are, God wants to reveal them to you. If you've never operated in them, God wants you to operate in them. He wants you to use a muscle maybe that you've never used before. He wants you to understand that you have it, recognize what they are, and develop the spiritual gifts inside of you. That is so very, very vital for each body of Christ. If you aren't operating in your spiritual gifts, guess what you're doing? You're impacting me in a negative way. If I'm not operating in my spiritual gifts, I'm going to impact you in a negative way. Why? Because each one of us is a, a body part in the body of Christ, and I need you, and you need me. We need each other. If you don't think a, 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 a big toe uh, works or helps you, cut it off. You'll find out real important, you'll find out real quick that you need your big toe. Are you following me? If you don't think you need this elbow right here, well, let me take a hammer to it. You'll find out real quick that you need your, your, I need your elbow. Every one of us is a body piece, and each one of us have giftings for the entire body, and we need you to operate in your gifting. You need to stop saying that your gifting is optional. Your gifting is not optional. I need your gifting, you need your gifting, we need your gift. Tonight I titled this, Gifted to be a Gift. You have giftings and you are gifted and it's not just for you, but it's to be a gift to others. You're gifted to be a gift. Now, I realize that you may not you may come in here from a, a, a different denominational background and never even talked about gifts. You may not realize what your spiritual gifts are. We really want to help you do that. Matter of fact, this week we're going to have a, if you get our emails, if you don't, you should sign up for the emails. And on the email, there's going to be a spiritual gifting test that you can take. Now, you have to be on the email list in order to get that. But if you're on the email list, you'll get that. If you're not, go to the website and sign up for our emails, and there's going to be a, a gift-taking test that you can take in order to kind of help discover what your gifting is. How many of you think that water baptism is optional? Nobody. Don't you believe that it's very important that you're water baptized? How many believe that you should be water baptized? Raise your right hand. Thank you. Good, good, good. Not optional, right? How many of you think that communion is optional? We all believe that communion is very important. You don't have to do it, but it's very, very important. I'm not talking about salvation. I'm talking about, but these are beautiful things that the, the church talks about and does all the time. We have water baptisms the first Sunday pretty much of every month. We uh, do communion together as a body of Christ once a month. I do it uh, uh, by myself quite often. Why do you say that, J.O.? There is, my understanding, there's 27 verses in the Bible on water baptism. 20, say that with me, 27. 27. And there's not, a lot of, there's not a lot of instruction on water baptism. 
We see Jesus going down in the water. We, we see him coming up out of the water, so we know that he was fully submerged. But there's not a lot of how to water baptize. 27 verses in the Bible on water baptism. There's 28 verses in the area of communion. You see Jesus' last supper taking communion with his disciples, breaking the bread, drinking the wine, body and blood. Are you following me? We all agree that these are very important elements of our Christian life, right? How many agree that that's important? Raise your hand, please. Where are you going, J.O.? This is where I'm going. You need to fill me tonight. 27 verses, water baptism, 28 verses on communion, gifts of the Holy Spirit, 103. And a lot of them tells you how to do it. But when you are raised in a church that talks about the gifts, which I have pretty much almost since I've been, been born again, not, not, not where I got born again, but quite, you know, pretty quick after that, you can be in denominations that don't teach that, which I believe is a, is a huge fault because you mean to tell me we're going to pound water baptism and communion, but there's 130 verses in the Bible, if I understand it correctly, 130 verses on the gifts of the Holy Spirit, but it's like, oh, they're optional, J.O. I don't need They are not optional. You're not living to the fullness without operating your God-given gifts, and you are impacting the body of Christ around you. So why do all believers not operate in the gifts of the Holy Spirit? Well, first of all, what you believe in is what you will experience. Let me repeat that. What you believe in is what you'll experience. You believe in water baptism, so you experience. You believe in communion, and you probably take communion when we do it. But do you believe in the gifts of the Holy Spirit? Do you believe that you have gifts of the Holy Spirit? I'm here tonight to convict you by the power of the Holy Spirit, hopefully through me, and to awaken you that you should read your, your word and see that the Bible, New Testament, is full of gifts of the Holy Spirit that he wants you to operate in. Jail, that's not what the church taught me before. Well, you need to get over that. You need to get way over that. I had someone tell me, well, why don't we just stay with just kind of like just water baptism and just kind of keep it chilled out? Because that's not Bible. That's not Bible. I don't care if you've been taught 50 years that. You need the fullness of what the Bible teaches. You don't rip pages out. You don't mark out verses. We believe every word of the Bible that can be activated in our life. So you need to believe so that you can experience. Second of all, what you have knowledge in will empower you. For the lack of knowledge, people, go, go with me, Hosea, for the lack of knowledge, people, it may not kill you not operating in the gifts of the Holy Spirit. It might, I don't know. But you're impacting the body of Christ when you're not operating in the, in the Holy Spirit, in the gifts that God's put inside. And I know that everyone has a Lego inside them. 
You probably have a few of them. You have Legos inside of you. You have gifts of the Holy Spirit inside of you. you know, I just never have operated. That doesn't mean they don't exist. I don't know what they are. That doesn't mean they don't exist. Right? Listen to the scripture, 1 Corinthians 1, 4. It says, I always thank my God. 1 Corinthians has a lot to do with, with gifts of the Holy Spirit. I tell you what, you should just hear the, the ooh, man, the, the history of the, the church of Corinth. Because you're talking about a city that was birthed out of paganism. Like you would not believe but how many of you know where sin is, grace abounds, right? So I'm convinced that Corinth was so jacked up that the grace of God abounded. And you see this church operating in an amazing way in the gifts of the Holy Spirit because this, 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 this city was built on sailors, and sex slavery and all kinds of craziness. And then the church is there, and yeah, Paul has to correct it, so forth and so on. But you see them operating greatly in the gifts of the Holy Spirit. So here, here it goes. I always thank my God for you and for the, listen to this, gracious gifts he has given you now that you belong to Christ Jesus. When you said yes to Jesus... You receive gracious gifts. God touches our life with his grace. And when you've been touched with the grace of God, his unmerited favor, he changes our lives. He gives you gracious gift. You are gifted to be a gift. I remember as plain as day, my life was changed by a man who was gifted. Uh, Radian and I was in Detroit, Michigan. I've shared this story, but it's worth sharing it again. We were listening to Kim Clement and Charlie on the, on the bass and his, his group. And Kim's passed away now on to, on to be with the Lord. But he is an amazing, was an amazing prophet. Even, even words that he spoke then, how it's impactful to this day. Well, it was the last night. He hadn't prayed over me. And I'm like, man, I'm from Idaho. That brother go pray for me. And I watch him, I saw where he goes out, slips out at night, and, and he's so untraditional, so unreligious. He gets up and he shares like one word of knowledge, and then he goes, he's from South Africa, and he goes, I'm out of here. And he walks off, and I'm like, oh, no, uh, 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 no, no. It's on like Donkey Kong. I go around, I know where he's going, I'm a hunter by nature, I get down there. <laughs> He's down, going down these stairs and bouncers around him, big dudes. And I'm like, hey, man, will he pray for me? They go, no way. And he heard me say that, and he says, come here. And he takes me down to the basement, and he begins to pray and prophesy over me. And I say this, I've never been the same since. For there, there, is, there, is not a, there is not a shadow of a doubt that I have not been impacted he imparted to me a gift. God has gifts. They, they come from all kinds of ways. All, ultimately, they come from God. But you can also be imparted gifts. 
I know that I was imparted a gift that day, and I'm so thankful for who he was, and he heard me, and he prayed for me. The grace of God impacts you. The grace of God impacts how you think, how you act, how you talk, what you value, what you do, what, your boldness, your courage. And every spiritual gift that the saints walk in are from God's grace. They're gracious gifts. We're, we're not worthy of them, but he graciously gives us gifts. But if he's given them to you, you need to walk in them. Hebrews 4.16 says, let us therefore come boldly. Say that with me, boldly. boldly. You got to sometimes, man, I, I, I see somebody with a gift and I go, I, that's mine. I'm just going to own that. I, I'm going to believe for that. The Bible says, come boldly before the throne of grace that you may obtain mercy and find grace and help in time of need. So it's, it's a grace, even his throne is gracious and we can find his grace and his mercy in time of need. Uh, of the grace and the grace gifts comes from God. That's where they come from. Now I'm going to read a, a passage of scripture back where I started. And I'm just going to go through this passage a little bit tonight. Uh, it's 1 Corinthians 1, 4 through 9. Go with me as I go. I hope you have your Bible if you don't. Look on your phone, whatever you do. Uh, it's also going to be on the overhead. And it says this, I always thank my God for you. I read this a while ago. Just go with me. For the gracious gifts. Say that with me, gifts. Yes. You have gifts. Amen. You have gifts. He has given you. He's given you gifts. And they're a gift from him now that you belong to Jesus Christ. Through him... God has enriched your church in every way. I'm going to tell you right now, Heart of the City Church is enriched because of giftings that people have. Once a year we have the sound and we bring in different people who are gifted a certain way. They're gifted with words of knowledge, words of uh, prophecy, words of wisdom, very prophetic, and their gift really enriches the church. But it's not just about on, in January. You have gifts that are very enriching. Pastor Leo in the back prayed for Radine and I this week uh, on Wednesday, and I sensed a great anointing on his life, 68 years in Japan. He is extremely anointed and extremely gifted, and it really impacted my life on Wednesday when he prayed for us. I was like, this brother has a rich anointing. I need his gift operating. I need your gift operating. We need each other's gift operating. It goes on to say, with all the eloquent words and all of the knowledge, this confirms that what I told you about Christ is true. The gifts of God will point people to Jesus Christ. Now you have every, every spirit, say that with me, every. every. Every spiritual gift that we need, we have. Right here. Every spiritual gift you need as you eagerly wait for the return. I want you, I want you to listen to this scripture real good. I'm going to bring a cease to your crazy thinking that the gifts stopped 
when the apostles died. That is an error teaching. If somebody don't like it, they can talk to me. The Bible doesn't teach that anywhere. Listen to this wording. Spiritual gift you need, eagerly wait, listen, for the return of the Lord Jesus Christ. He's got a gift for you, gifts for you, that they're going to operate until the return of Jesus Christ. Are you following me? I get a little redneck because I don't like false doctrine. I don't like just portions of the scripture. We read every word here and we live according to every word of the Bible. It goes on to say, he will keep you strong. Listen to this. He will keep you strong till what? Till the apostles die? He will keep you strong to the end. You have gifts. I don't even know where that stuff came up from. I don't even know why I got to preach this way. Against false doctrine that somehow the gifts, Holy Spirit, it just weirds me out. We need the Holy Spirit. We need the gifts of the Holy Spirit. Opera, you need. It's not an option. So that you will be free from all blame on the day when the Lord Jesus Christ returns. God will do this, for he is faithful to do what he says, and he has invited you into his partnership. Uh, everyone say partnership. That comes from a word, koinia. He wants to be in relationship, partner with him, uh, with his son, Jesus Christ, our Lord. God's grace enriches our life. God's gifting enriches lives around you and your life. Jesus' testimony is confirmed through his grace on your life. People see your life and they go, wow, that brother, that sister is different. And it points them to Jesus Christ. 1 Corinthians 12, 7. But the manifestation, say that with me, manifestation. But the manifestation... What is a manifestation? A manifestation is something that is invisible that all of a sudden becomes visible. When Charlie begins to give a word of knowledge, all of a sudden that is a manifestation. All of a sudden someone gets healed. That is a manifestation. We know it's there and then all of a sudden they get healed. Manifestation. Something appears. And so listen to this, but the manifestation, the appearance, the, 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 the visibility of it, of the Spirit is given to each one. Everyone say each one. Don't you sit there and go, well, I'm sure it's for Daniel, but it's not for me. It's for each one. Say that with me again. Each one. Tell your neighbor right there. It's for you. It's for each one for, listen, for, Why? For the profit of all, you are gifted for the profit of all those around you. It's going to bless you, but it's going to bless others. We need you. We need each one. I need you to embrace this truth because we need your gift. When you embrace the Holy Spirit, when you embrace the gifts of the Holy Spirit, when you embrace the yielding of your life to the Holy Spirit, when you embrace his desire to be used or my desire to be used by the Holy Spirit, guess what happens? The manifestation of the Spirit is given. 
If you listen to this message tonight and go, I'm not going to have anything to do with the gifts of the Holy Spirit, guess what? You're not going to have anything to do with the gifts of the Holy Spirit. But if you go out of here and go, you know what? I'm going to work that muscle. I'm going to, I'm going to find out. I'm going to dig in. I'm going to find out what my spiritual gifts are. I'm going to work that muscle. I know that I have them, and they're for me, and they're for others, and they're to build up the, the body of Christ. Your life will be changed, and you're going to change others. God takes the invisible and makes it visible, and he manifests his gifts through you. You are gifted to be a gift. Gifts of the Holy Spirit are given to each one of us. Why? For the profit of all. He wants you to be a blessing. Your faith be it unto you. The other day I was at the National Day of Prayer. How many of you were there? This guy walks in front of me, and I felt like the Lord dropped a word in my heart. And you know what I did? I didn't do anything. I go to the gym that afternoon. I have never seen this dude in the gym. And I have never seen him again in the gym. But there he was, right there. You know what I did? I walked right up to him. I'm like, no, 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 no. And I just downloaded the word to him. And he was so tremendously blessed. Just, just encouraging. It's not, listen, I want to say something that we talked about at the Father of Lights, it's not about this donkey. It's about the glory of God. Okay? I could, it's just God decided to use this vessel in that moment. My point is this. I didn't do it there, which I should have done it there. I didn't know I was going to see him again. But God gave me a second chance, and I gave it to him in the, 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 uh, 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 the gym, and I've never seen him again. Okay? God wants to use each and every one of us, but your faith be it unto you. The Bible says, then he touched his eyes saying, according to your faith, let it be done. Your faith be it unto you. If you walk out of here and go, I don't have a spiritual gift. Jail's talking to everybody but me, and I'm never going to operate as a spiritual gift. Then you're never, you never will. Your faith bid unto you. If you believe there's no gifts, guess what? If you don't think they exist, guess what? If you don't, if you believe it's, but if you do believe, and if you'll dig for it, your life will be changed forever. Man, I had a whole lot more to say tonight, but I'm running out of time. Let, let, me, let me almost end with this. Because I don't want to, because I, I don't want to lie. First Peter 4, 10 through 11. God has given each of you a gift from his great variety of spiritual gifts. He's given, everyone say each. Man, I hope that you're getting convinced tonight. One of my jobs as a preacher is to convince you. It is could convince you. I hope you're getting convinced tonight. Use them well to serve one another. 
Do you have a gift of speaking? Then speak as though God himself were speaking through you. That's what I try to do here. God, speak through me. Speak through this donkey. Do you have a gift of helping others? Do it with all your strength and energy that God supplies. Then everything you do will bring glory to God through Jesus Christ. All glory, and I love this, all glory and power to him forever and ever. Amen. That's what we want to happen with our gifts. All glory and power to him. Amen. 1 Corinthians 12.1. Listen to this. Listen real good. Now concerning spiritual gifts, brethren, I do not want you to be ignorant. Don't be ignorant that you have a spiritual gift or two or three. Don't be ignorant of that. Dig it. Dig into it. Learn it. Walk it out. The Bible says we have diversity of gifts. Let me read this and I promise I'll pretty much be done. Because if I don't go over what some of the gifts are, you're like, well, what are the gifts? Here's some of the gifts. There are diversity of gifts. Someone say diversity. God is very diverse. Seven colors in a rainbow, 12 tribes. There's all kind of diverse foundations with all kind of beautiful stones. He's very diverse. There are differences of ministry, but the same Lord. Say that with me, Lord. There are uh, diversity of activities, but the same God. Right here you see the Trinity. Everyone say God, who works all in all. But the manifestation, there's that word again, of the Spirit. Right there, Trinity, Lord, God, Spirit. But the manifestation of the Spirit is given to each one for the profit of all. Now let me just, let me just rub, just barely touch on these gifts just for a moment. Just, just touch on them. For to one is given the word of knowledge, a uh, word of wisdom. All of a sudden, somebody's going through something, you drop wisdom in there, in their life that changes their life forever. That's a supernatural word of wisdom. Through the Spirit, to another word of knowledge, all of a sudden, no one knows what you're going through, but someone gets a word of knowledge and says, hey, man, I feel like you just got in a fight with your wife and you want to divorce her and you want to leave the country and fly away like a dove and all the... And you're like, wow, nobody knows I got in a fight with my wife. Well, Jesus does. And he wants to encourage you. Word of knowledge. Say that with me, word of knowledge. Through the same spirit. To another, faith by the same spirit. We all have faith. There's nobody in this room that doesn't have a measure of faith. But all of a sudden, Jesus would look at them and go, it was Jesus or Paul would look at them and says, man, you have faith. Your faith be it unto you. All of a sudden, they could see faith on a person, supernatural amount of faith to be healed. I believe there's, everyone has a measure of faith, but there's also a gift of faith. To another, gifts of healing. We all can be used by, by God to heal. we got the healing team tonight. They're going to come up here in just a minute. These people give themselves over to studying the Word, studying, praying for people in the area of healing. God can use anyone in this room for healing, but there's also gifts of healing. That Man, God has just gifted people. I heard a story of a young boy the other day. He got baptized in the Holy Spirit, and then all of a sudden, God was using him everywhere to heal people. Well, it was supernatural. It was amazing. By the same Spirit to another working of miracles. That's something of divine nature. 
All of a sudden, bam, you get healed of cancer. Bam, divine miracle. There's a, a divine intervention. That's a miracle. To another prophecy, someone speaking encouragement, comfort, maybe that of the future. Prophecy to another discerning of spirit. All of a sudden, I feel like there's people lost in this room. I feel like I'm discerning something. You discern someone's heart to another different kinds of tongues. People pray in the spirit. But in a, in a setting like this, if you pray out a, a, a word, a tongue, there must be an interpretation of that tongue. And it goes to another interpretation of tongue. I've seen that happen. It's beautiful. But one and the same spirit works all these things, distributing to each one individual as he will. And I'm done. Told you. There's other places you'll find the gifts of the spirit in Romans. You'll find it in other, this is all I can hit tonight, right? How many of you agree with me tonight? Because if you don't, we might need to wrestle that you have a gift. You have a gift, right? Now, guess what happens when you bring your gift? And I bring my gift, and Rating brings her gift, and Stephen brings her gift. I need, your, I need the gift of this couple right here. Jump up here. And she, I want you to see what happens when you bring your gift the body of Christ working together. Look what takes place. Thank you, brother. I didn't do I didn't do that. First of all, I didn't do this at all. Second of all, I just didn't do it with my little piece. You didn't do it with your little piece. It takes all of us working together. I need your gift. You need my gift. We need everyone's gift in order to be the body of Christ, to encourage and to build up and to edify the body of Christ. Amen.